5G has been a disappointment so far, but T-Mobile is set to launch nationwide coverage on Friday. Uh, We break down what this all means for you. Uh, Stick around for your Daily Charge. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Charge. It's Monday, December 2nd. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Alfred Ng. And here are today's headlines. T-Mobile will launch its so-called low-band 5G network on Friday, offering consumers nationwide coverage for the first time. This flavor of 5G has much better range, but the speeds aren't stellar. The carrier estimates you'll get about a 20% speed boost on average. You also need one of two new compatible devices, the Samsung Galaxy Note 10 Plus 5G and the OnePlus 710 Pro 5G McLaren, both available for pre-order today, and both are a mouthful. But they don't come cheap. The Note 10 costs $1,300, while the OnePlus costs $900. Alfred, are you saving your pennies for 5G? What is the rush? Like, just roll out, roll it out when it's ready. Don't give me this, like, fake low-band version of it or whatever where I can only get it on two phones. I don't need it right now. My internet's pretty fast already as is. I don't, like, stop giving me this fake 5G. Just, I can wait, all right? I don't understand this. Well, for one, this is real 5G. This is not the fake 5G that AT&T was pushing. Okay. So it's not 5GE, um, but... Uh, to your point, I think that's for most consumers, they should wait. They should stick around. I don't think they should buy these phones. Um, but these carriers do need to roll these networks out. They need they need to get them out physically. They need to get basically people willing to test them. Or else these networks, the next version of the networks that are more palatable, palatable to, for mainstream consumers aren't going to get rolled out. So that's it's the same deal with 5Gs for the rest of the year uh, as for this year. It was basically. If you're trying it out, you're probably a mm. guinea pig. For- so, so this isn't like a YouTube commenters like syndrome where they're like, oh, they all want to be first for like the carriers or no, no. I mean, this is actually like you'll you'll get legit coverage. This mm-hmm. is different from the previous launches, which have basically been like, if you get service here and walk 20 feet, you won't get service mm-hmm. anymore. You'll actually get coverage everywhere. It just won't be as fast. Yeah, but so, it's only like 20% faster, right? 20% faster, which is not a huge bump at all. That's not um, the 5G I was promised. That is not the 5G that we were all promised. No, but it's a start. And at least we're getting coverage, which is more than we could say about some of the deployments that have come out recently. I suppose 4.2G doesn't sound as exciting. 4.5G, yeah. 4.2 is underselling. It's 20% more. That's what 0.2 would be. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next up, Black Friday was another monster sales day, buoyed by things like Apple laptops, Samsung TVs, and the Nintendo Switch. Black Friday turned out to be the second largest online sales day ever and likely will be topped today on Cyber Monday. Today, total online holiday sales will likely hit $143.7 billion, according to Adobe. That's up 14.1% from last year. Alfred, where were you doing your Black Friday shopping? Uh, Salvation Army. I actually, yeah, I... Which actually had deals. Yeah, Salvation Army was also half off, and uh, I bought, like, two jackets that I also didn't need, which in the in the spirit of Black Friday, of just buying stuff there, that you don't need. There you go. Uh, I, I bought a bunch of stuff, probably what I didn't need, but I still bought it online, though. I didn't go anywhere physical yeah, to shopping. You absolutely should not. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, support local business. You should do that, for sure. Um, but, but you shouldn't like, go to a mall. Yeah, going to a... Yeah, I, you, I tried going near a mall... Just getting near it was depressing and horrifying. Yeah, surprisingly, even the Salvation Army was packed. Um, they didn't let me camp out outside of it, um, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, when I got there, when yeah, did there, the doors open? Um, I actually know this off the top of my head that like Salvation Army is open at 10 a.m. and close at 7 p.m. So there you go. That's like it's. I go there like pretty frequently. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, this was different because it was Black Friday, so they closed at 5 p.m. that day. Mm. Um, also, it was upstate New York, so it might have been like different hours there, but most of them closed by 7 p.m. Okay. Lastly, Mark Zuckerberg and Priscilla Chan were on CBS this morning, where he once again defended Facebook's stance on letting politicians run ads with lies in them. He also touched upon that secret dinner with President Donald Trump, but in a real awkward exchange with Gail King, didn't offer any details. It's... It's surprising that he's still sticking to this point because this is a talking point he's talked about for a while now yep. where we should let polit- politicians run, you know, whatever they want to run and, and let we people, let the people decide. decide it because right. that's essentially what happened in 2016 what but not politicians running it, you know. It's it's weird that they'll take down lies if it's posted by a nation state or if it's posted by, you know, pr- people pretending to be somebody else yep. or or a normal advertisement, but um in a political ad somehow that that seems to be okay where, you know, other content they'll say um you know this is clearly a lie we're not gonna let you advertise all of this but when a politician happens to is we'll we'll let people decide that and it's important to note that you know twitter has already banned political ads yeah you know other companies have taken action there's mounting pressure on Facebook at yeah. this point to to figure out or do something about it. I mean, there's a lot of concern around, you know, taking down political ads in general. Like yep. when Twitter did, did it, I mean, obviously people saw that as a response to uh, Facebook's stance, but yep. it did bring up some issues around the fact that, you know, if you take down all political ads or if you don't accept any political ads, then, you know, you run into the issue of uh, what if I want to run an ad on climate change or what if I want right. to run an ad right. on, you know, abortion rights or something like that. That's a political topic. Yep. And now I can't like get my uh, view on that out there. There, but I mean, it, it, there's a whole lot of different ways to do it. I think Twitter took the whole stance of we're just going to get rid of it all. Uh, Facebook has been open to you know saying we're not going to allow for political targeting for something like that mm-hmm. and for political ads anymore. Um, but yeah, it's a very nuanced issue, and I mean, one of the first things they could start doing is at least fact checking them for yep. that matter. Yep. I think that's kind of the issue is that maybe it's too difficult to get those facts checked constantly yeah it's almost like a a multi-billion dollar company has like some sort of responsibility to the truth and maybe should be investing some of those resources into it maybe it's a silly thought but maybe yeah for the daily charge i'm roger chang i'm alfred ng thanks for joining us can't get enough check out the daily supercharge our extended post show with special features audience q a and in-depth reviews available now wherever you get your podcasts